welcome to the exciting world of the movies. Smoking is not permitted in this auditorium. It's the law. Certificates are available at the box office. Thanks for helping us keep the theater clean. As you exit the auditorium, please deposit litter in trash receptacles in the lobby. Please be considerate and don't talk during the show. Buckle up for a hell of a ride because you were back in the movie graveyard and we were oh. coming to you with Teen Wolf, Ain't That Right, uh, Zachary Faye Saunders. Hell yes, we are fucking coming at you live with Teen Wolf. It's coming straight out the cocks like a big fucking it was succulent nut for you to, to suck on. I was going to try to avoid cum humor for this commentary. Talking, see if I we couldn't could... even get yeah. five minutes in. Yeah, no, not even one minute into it. Amazing. Amazing. But uh, we've just lost like half the listeners right there who wanted to hear. Oh, it's Teen Wolf. I liked that movie when I was a kid. Boom. That's okay, though. It's, it's better oh, that they know what they're getting in for up they front. Left, they left as soon as they realized it wasn't the TV series, baby. Oh, yeah. That great TV yeah. series. But yeah, this is, this is like monumental, never been done before. Because this is the first movie we're covering here. It's, it's a movie about werewolves. Made by werewolves for werewolves, ain't that right? Hell yes, fucking. You ever want to know what it'd be like if you got if you became a werewolf? They always tell you all the fucking fake ass movies, the big cum cucked movies. Tell you yeah. fucking like, oh, you fucking you know you run around, you fucking bite people. No, you play basketball well. Uh-huh. You can fucking uh, surf on cars without blowing off. Exactly. <laughs> fucking amazing shit, like uh, good shit. We're gonna see here. Yeah, not ripping off heads and blood spurting. We don't need any of that because that's not that, that's not like the real werewolf you know, lifestyle, you know. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we all we were all lied to basically about how the werewolves live their lives. We were fed fear by the government about how werewolves actually operated. Mm-hmm. Basically, big come fucking. Uh, I wonder why they did that. Fucking, they just didn't want us uh, basically cheating at fucking sports ball, probably. Yeah. I mean, probably even more than that. I mean, the, the, the sports was the the tip of the iceberg. Could you imagine trying to defeat somebody in a presidential election, and they turn into a wolf every time you have a debate? You're going to lose every debate, hands down. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking. See, we 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 figure out the real questions on this show. It's like we've elected people who jerk off in raincoats before, but we never elected a werewolf. At least that we know of. Exactly. One day, though, I, I dream of the day we, we fucking elect that jerk-off in your raincoat guy. Very chill. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a few running every cycle. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get this started. We're running off the Blu-rays. Um, this movie's obviously come out in a billion different formats. Uh, we have the latest Blu-ray. And uh, we have a pause at the very beginning where the credits start. It says, Atlantic Releasing Corporation Presents. It's white letters on a black background. That's where we have it. We have a pause about the seven-second mark of the newest Blu-ray. So that's where we're at. I want to say one, two, three, go. And when you hear me say the word go, go ahead and blow a big wad of cum. Um, but also, at the same time, hit play on your uh, Blu-ray remote. You ready, Zach? Hell yes. All right. One, two, three, Go. Hell yeah, that's fucking, uh, see the see them shaking? 
Yeah. Like, look, what's Michael J. Fox himself filming that title? See, that's, he was. That's a mean joke. I hate when people make jokes about Michael J. Fox because he is one of my heroes. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a Parkinson's joke. I, I, I thought you just meant like, oh, it's like low budget, so the actor had to do it. You know, fucking see you, you, you got the heart of a fucking child. Amazing. Yeah. Fucking see <clears throat> that movie. Her scared stupid. Fucking the the big bad witch, the lady we're scared of. She fucking she comes out. She says, oh, unconditional love, the heart of a child. We need a goat in our lives. Fucking, do. we need him around. Very Chad. It is. And it's kind of funny, too, because, like, I kind of forgot. Like, I've seen this movie a bunch of times over the years. I'm pretty sure I saw it at the theater because, like, I know I've seen it, like, right, you know. And, like, and like there's no way you would have kept me out of the theater because, um, mm-hmm. as we used to discuss on previous episodes, I was a big Michael J. Fox fan as a kid. And, uh, yeah, like, I loved him on Family Ties. And then, you know, I started, you know, and he was in some TV movies, too, some, like, teen TV movies. And then, like, I know... Me, my dad, and my mom went to see Back to the Future. I'm pretty sure probably just me and my dad went to see this. But yeah, I love Michael J. Fox. Still love Michael J. Fox. Oh, he's a fucking Chad. Somebody that worked on this movie's last name was Ventura, and I, I thought of Jake, the Jesse, the body of Ventura. And mm-hmm. then I was like, fucking. And then I just thought of fucking our boy Jake Ventura. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Basically going on a tirade on a show about fucking the fucking mind control. You gotta watch fucking uh, the Teen Wolf. I was in this movie Teen Wolf when I was in my when I was younger. Or not it before was... I was doing the mind control. Hell yeah! I was gonna say too because like it, it's kind of fakes you out because the beginning is just like playing credits and the sound is like doom 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 doom. We see him right after right when he achieves post nut clarity. Right yeah, here. Th- this is him. He's even dripping right there, but mm-hmm. um. If you know, if you notice, Michael J. Fox's skin was like pretty reddish and rashy right there. That's uh, because of the makeup, baby. The fucking hell yes. The but special that's... effects guy was saying you can tell the days he shot with makeup on part of the day and the days he didn't because his face is all red and like scraped up from them pulling it off. Yeah, because they fucking they just rip it all. They tear it off like a fucking uh, band aid, like a. Uh... Fucking in the movies, they always like whenever they're untying the victim after they get fucking caught, they're like, fucking, they always pull it off. You don't do it little by little, it hurts too much. Exactly. But yeah, that opening just over the credits, like all you hear is for like two and a half minutes as they roll out the credits, you hear, dun, 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 dun. And like, it it sounds like ominous, but then the movie starts and you realize it's like that kind of like filmmaking cliche of it's during a high school basketball game. And I don't Mm. know if you really remember this, Zach, but like they would always like, not only would they play the shots in slow motion of like the dramatic scenes of like sports or basketball, but you would always hear like the sound in slow motion back then. Oh yes, fucking amazing! It is so crazy, like the way fucking yeah, like whenever you know our, our anxiety is getting the best of us, it does seem like it's literally we're going in slow motion. Fucking, and they, they capture it in film and uh, you know fucking celluloid. It's a very big come made big chat shit. Remember with that Stacy back there, mm-hmm. the chick that he has a crush on. Her name is uh fucking something. I forgot. Isn't it Claudia Wells? That's funny. Her last name is like my last name, but I just accidentally doxed myself. I thought Claudia Wells was the uh, the original girlfriend from Back to the Future. Claudia Wells is the original. Yeah. Her name is something else, Wells, at the end. Fucking that. That's all I remember. I got the Blu-ray here. Let's see. No, her name isn't on the credits. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm fucking just completely fucking out of my mind right now. You could be... You need that post-nut clarity. Mm-hmm. 
Even the, did you notice that it was like a really brief shot of the mascot in the background of the bleachers? She took the helmet off and she was a Stacy too. There is so many Stacys in this fucking movie. I know. See, you're probably wondering, whoa, why is he already a wolf? Why is he already the teen wolf? Fucking, well, that's the thing. You are cucked by Big Cum, and you don't realize that fucking, it isn't something you get, like, you catch, like, a disease because you get mm-hmm. bit. It's fucking, right. you come of age, and, like, uh, fucking, you wake up one day, and you all of a sudden, you've got fucking uh, hairy palms and shit, and fucking, your dad comes to you, and he's like a fucking wolf, and he tells you. And so, basically, I'm laying it out there. This movie is kind of a metaphor for, like, you know, coming of age, fucking, like, uh, growing hair. They're kind of doing that. You know what's funny is, like, fucking, a couple of years ago, uh, Ginger Snaps came out, and they were like, fucking original, never been done. Fucking, it was done on Teen Wolf, but <laughs> it, was. it wasn't done... Uh, with girls, which right. made it original. Yeah, I always thought if they did a remake of Teen Wolf that they should do it with a girl, but now that you're saying it's like, oh shit, we already have Ginger Snaps, but Ginger Snaps is a good movie. Fucking yeah, I like uh, it. I, I I like it too. Fucking uh, a lot of people I think maybe it was one of those movies that was a little overhyped for me because like every time I watch it I'm like, yeah, it's 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 definitely seven at least. Fucking yeah. I don't know if it's eight, nine, ten, but fucking a lot of uh, like there are things about it like when I think of it, I think it just kind of falls flat towards the end because I think like setting up the characters like fucking uh, the two uh, sisters hanging out and like their fucking weird obsession with like taking pictures of themselves dead, like yeah. shit like that was entertaining. Hell yeah. Well, also, too, Ginger Snaps is, like, really weird, too, because it's, like, I mean, it was a little movie, Canadian movie, came out, did okay, I guess, but probably did good on the home video market, so then they went to make sequels. Look, look, when he pulls this hair, this always, like, it seems so painful when he pulls that fake yeah. long hair off his chest. It's like, ugh. That's, but like, yeah, a big, thick-ass tuff of hair. He's not credited, but I swear that's Richard Brooks right there, the guy with the glasses on. But anyway, um, Ginger Snaps is weird that, like, it's a trilogy, but nobody remembers part two, three. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't even remember existing. Like, I don't even think they really, like, put them out on Blu-ray at the same time, like, that they did the other ones. Or if they ever did come out on Blu-ray at all. No one cares about them. No, and it's weird, too, because they filmed them, like, parts two and three back-to-back, which I always say that's, like, a bad idea. It's never really truly worked out. Because at worst-case scenario, both movies end up rushed and not that great. But, like... The best case scenario for doing that is Back to the Future, where it's like you have a second movie that's great, and then you have a third one that like people don't really care about, you know? Yeah, fucking, I I like the third one still. I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, compared to any other movie, but it's like when you're a kid, and then like you haven't had a Back to the Future movie for like whatever four or five years, and then you get two in like a two year period, you're like, oh come on. Fucking, uh, uh, you fucking speak for yourself. You, you, I have, you don't have the heart of a child. I have the heart of a child now. Fucking, it's contagious. You can transfer it from person to person. Now, what is like the basketball coach in this movie? Because he doesn't give a shit about anything. He's just like a sleazy bullshitter guy. He's a big chad. Basically, fucking Alex P. Keaton, he comes to him. He's like, uh, coach, I've been growing little hairs on my fucking, uh, on, my, on my dick. And fucking, it's weird. He's like, fucking, oh, that's, that, that's normal, bro. Fucking, basically, he's just, it's, it's laying in the metaphor for like, oh, this is a coming of age. But he's a coming of, he's becoming a werewolf. Fucking growing hair, get it? <laughs> I was going to say, like, they revealed on the documentary, is like the continuity doesn't match up. Like, this scene originally was way later in the film. It was like after the scene 
where he like has to do the math problem on the board or whatever, and he almost turns into a wolf and he runs out in the hallway. So have you have you noticed that the shirts he's wearing like it totally doesn't match with like what he's wearing like in the next shot? But uh, that makes so much sense. Why yeah. they change that? They they said like the way there was like like they needed this earlier in the movie like it played better or filled out the story better I guess of like mm. with the coach or whatever but he he like yeah like I don't know like there's no indication that he's a, a wolf yet at this point in time so it, it's kind of weird that like I think they were just trying to build like a like an actual real relationship with like the coach you know what I mean yeah or some tension like yeah. what is it like he's he keeps saying he's chained like we don't know what he means like oh fucking oh look is 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 fucking friend boof yeah boof and then those two stacys that are like in the that were sitting on the steps they're like in the background of like the whole movie but they never get any lines see like if you notice mm-hmm. here he's got his gym bag and he's got his jacket that matches but the shirt is completely different shirt than he was just wearing <laughs> hey chad hey chad it's because he's in the uh, theater. He fucking, uh, yeah. You know, he, yeah, fucking, uh, he, he just, he accidentally was wearing some of his fucking, uh, you know, characters uh, clothes there. Yeah. The well, wardrobe. Also, also, too, like, one thing that kind of always confused me about this movie was, um, um, when I was a kid, I just took it that it was like, I just assumed it was like, you know, shot in LA, Southern California, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like uh, when you look at it, it has a small town feel, much like Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween does, and mm-hmm. it's actually supposed to be set in Nebraska. Like it's supposed to be in this small town in Nebraska, and like the director actually fought, like oh, it's going to come off fake, like all these Hollywood kids, we got to go to Nebraska. But the production, which like nowadays, I think everybody wants to avoid shooting in LA, but back then it was just easier because it was closer, you know. Mm-hmm. but it's like yeah so like everything is just like they intentionally only show buildings and places that kind of have a feel of um uh like a norman rockwell type neighborhood and uh they shot it like especially later when they show kind of where the houses are and stuff they shot it uh all that stuff in pasadena which is where the original halloween was filmed and all the street scenes were filmed for the original nightmare on elm street movie so this movie mm-hmm. to me kind of has that same like look and feel of like small town america but kind of like uh like you know like a fake fool you version mm-hmm. fucking here's the the scene where he goes to work for his dad and the fucking he starts hearing a crazy sound and fucking uh, we find out that the kid is blowing the dog whistle fucking and it's weird because like watching the movie i didn't even notice somebody fucking talking about the jews running the world oh that fucking see the dog whistle that's funny mm-hmm fucking dog that's how the the, the dog whistles work too fucking uh you get on the youtubes and you fucking you hear somebody say something about the jews and you're like fucking was he trying to like was it dog whistly there's something about that fucking but that's what's so fucking uh that's what that's the great thing it's like fucking uh, anybody uh if if you think that it's just like fucking you're being paranoid basically the kid is yeah, like, the, the kid that's blowing the whistle, though, he's so familiar looking to me. Like, I don't know if he was, like, a child actor that was in other movies, or maybe i just seen this one a hundred times, but, like, yeah. But th- this is a funny local hardware store, like a mom-and-pop hardware store, because, like, when he was standing behind the counter, like, they had a big giant bowl of popcorn that they popped for the customers. Imagine how dirty that would be, everybody sticking their hand in the same bowl of popcorn all day. And then they had, like, a giant display of, like, like, you're probably too young to remember this, but it was, like, these fake little cartons, like, milk cartons, but they were supposed to be orange juice or grape cartons, and they had this, like, 
little nerds type bubble gum in them. And I'm just like, why would a hardware store sell that shit? Fucking <laughs> candy's good. Yeah. Who doesn't like candy? I mean, everybody, apparently. But I really like it, too, though. It's like the settings of this movie, like the school and everything. This kind of mm-hmm. almost looks like the school from Back to the Future, so it's like more run down. Oh, yeah. It does, yeah. Fucking, he he would have, see, I, I'm surprised his teacher isn't a ball guy. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Good. Or if they would have made him, they would have got like the same guy. Oh, yeah. I would have combed. Speaking see, of the, speaking of, this is where they set up the Stacy of the movie. See, I think I, uh, it, it's hard for me to decide. Is Boof hotter than yeah. the fucking the yeah, she is. It's so exactly. obvious too. I think Boof is a, is kind of like she's just a great value Phoebe Cates, and I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah, big big Stacy basically, but they're both the big Stacys. Oh yeah, one one's just uh, more my type of Stacy. But it's funny too because the girl that played Boof actually got this Stacy the role because, as you will do when you're trying to cast the hot Stacy of your '80s teen movie, they kept going through girl after girl and they couldn't find the right one. And then finally, the girl who played Boof was like, "Oh, I just shot a commercial with uh, this girl who's a model and an actress. Like, you should come look at her." And like, they said as soon as uh, she came in the room, like they're like, "Oh yeah, she's the perfect girl." Because like, it makes sense too. Is like you kind of have. The girl he's going after, it's kind of a cliche, but you have, like, the hot girl of the school he's going after, and then you have, like, his best friend that he grew up with who's also a hot girl who's in love with him, but he's not in love with her, and, like, you kind of got to make him con- contrasting styles between the two girls, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's always, it always happens. They always have this uh, Stacy that's already wanted them from the beginning. They didn't notice. Fucking, yeah. it makes you fucking. Why isn't that happening to me though? Oh, well, maybe it is. Maybe we just don't see it. In real life, nobody nobody passes up the Stacy next door that wants them though. Like in real life, everybody has sex with that girl when they're like twelve, and then and then when they get tired of that, then they move on to you know other girls at the school. Fucking, I am so fucking jealous of them. I I did not have that childhood. Yeah, me neither. I, I like I don't I don't think there was a unless I wanted to do something like right now, right now. There, I don't think there was any girl within five years of like my age in my neighborhood growing up. Every like all the girls were like I was like fifteen and they were like ten. So that wasn't happening where I lived. Exactly. Okay, look right here. We're reading Niles. Why is this fucking, uh, or uh, did I call him Niles? <laughs> yeah, you did. You've been watching too much Frasier. <laughs> I literally have, too. That's why I said it. Yeah. But no, we got a boy, Styles. I forgot Harry Styles was in this movie, actually. I always yeah. do. But, like, here he is. Fucking, this is right after he finished working on fucking One Dimension or whatever that boy band was. He, he's <laughs> One spoken Dimension. His, yeah, fucking. He, <laughs> I literally, I literally thought that's what it was called. One dimension. That's what it's called, ain't it? I think it's one direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realize it, but like, I was thinking, like, isn't that funny? Like, um, he's basically. I, I was watching this. Uh, I, I caught up on it before we started. And I'm like, why is this fucking 35 year old pretending to be a high school kid, pretending to be a 35 year old, trying to get beer? And that's the kind of shit I realized. 
after I thought that, that's the kind of shit, if I ever got my own hidden camera show, that's the kind of pranks we'd be pulling. Like, oh, we're going to have this 35-year-old pretend to be a 16-year-old that's pretending to be a 35-year-old. And we're going to see who calls him out, who makes him pull out his wallet and show his ID. And then we are going to shame him. You fucking idiot. You fell for it. There's a camera right there. There's a camera right there. <laughs> like, and then I re- like, I'm a fucking, I'm a dumb person. Because in real in real life they would just sell the thirty five year old the beer they wouldn't question. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. but oh yep, we're getting ready. I think we're close to it now. That went by super fast. Fucking, are we getting ready to see him? Oh no, it's not. Yet. No, because okay. they got they got to go in the party. So like oh, pretty much right. the first twenty minutes of the movie is just setting up the crew, right? Like. Like mm-hmm. you got Michael J. Fox, you got his best buddy Styles, who's like the cool life the party type guy, and then you got their kind of like um, friend Lewis, who's like he looks like he's a little younger, but I don't think he's supposed to be. But like, w- like this is like the the last go around mm-hmm. uh, where like I watch this and I'm like I always thought Lewis was supposed to be Styles' little brother because he's smaller and he they look almost exactly alike. And, uh, but yeah, like they, they, you know, uh, Styles, like is cause his name is, I think his name's like Rupert Stylinski or something. And Lewis is just Lewis. He don't even get a last name in the credits. So I don't know. I think they're just supposed to be all be the three of them just be friends. I don't think them two are brothers. Fuck. See, we're getting introduced to like, basically, I guess because they grow up in a, a Nebraska, uh, basically, uh, basically if you, uh, this is like real life. If you, well, actually we're not there yet. This is where he, uh, he's going to rob the liquor store and steal yeah. some beer. Yeah. They, they want to give, uh, Michael J. Fox a squirt gun to go like stick it in his jacket and rob the guy for a case of beer because the old man turned it out it's funny too because it's like they i feel like they kind of should have explained more that this was a small town because like because like there's no sign of like oh welcome to nebraska welcome to this town like they, it's re- they really don't establish that because it's like why would they go back to like the exact same store that already turned them down you know what i mean <laughs> See, I I was jokingly bringing that up. I was like, oh, yeah, because there's nothing to do in this small town. The the smart people are the ones that turn to drugs, basically. They're they're so bored, they're going to just stand on the car and drive. We'll see that later, though. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, when they filmed this movie, Michael J. Fox was was, uh, 23 years old. And I actually think he can pass for a high school kid because he still has a pretty young face at this point, and he's short, which kind of helps sells it. Mm-hmm. I, like Styles doesn't really look overly old. Like even though they said like, oh, we noticed like he was a little too old for the role, but he was just perfect for it. Styles, I think, was like twenty five or twenty six. The the sneaky old one in this movie is Boof. She was like twenty seven when they filmed this, and she actually looks young too. She looks like she's like nineteen or twenty. She ages like a fine wine. Pretty much, because if you see her now, she don't look that much different. Just her hair is longer now. We need a prequel movie telling us how she got that nickname. Did she used to snort crack through her ass? Well, supposedly that wasn't even, like, the character's name in the script, and she never knew that was supposed to be her name until, like, they started filming. If they make a Teen Wolf video game, you need to be able to play as Boof, and you need to be able to snort big lines of coke, like, through your ass. And it has to be, like, a video game, like, like whenever you grind up a rail in Tony Hawk, you just jump up, press triangle, and it just grind that shit. Fucking just sniffs it up your ass. Yeah, that was my favorite scene as a kid, because I guess it's the stress that always makes him start to slowly turn around. So his eyes glow red, and he's like, give me a case of beer, and the old man gets scared and goes, grabs it or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. He's honing his ability. He's using to use it to his advantage. Big Chad shit. Basically, that's what you got to do. You got to learn how to fucking become one with the bot. So we were like exactly 20 minutes in this movie. And like the only thing that's been set up is these guys need need a, a case or a, I guess a keg of beer. That's genius mm-hmm. filmmaking when they can keep your attention for like because like most the first twenty minutes of most movies now are just a slog, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like this movie is like setting up so many different characters, so many situations, but all they really establish or accomplish at this point is just get a keg of beer. Fucking if this was a new movie, it would be like two hours long or at least like ten minutes. I always thought it was weird that they um they had Styles put the uh the keg of beer in his front seat, like in his convertible when when uh, Scott Michael J. Fox is like driving the van or whatever. Because, like mm-hmm. if he was afraid of getting pulled over for being underage with beer, like you could just hide the beer in the, the, the van and like no cop would ever see it, you know what I mean? They like living dangerously. Fucking beta. you're talking about cucked shit, beta. <laughs> yeah. Fucking they, they live on the edge. <laughs> They're like fucking, basically, but in their mind, they're fucking, they're the white snake video. Fucking the hot chick is just dangling out the window. Fucking, but it's Styles. He's, he's got a big dick, I think. Oh, big time. Now, now here's, here's the most memorable scene of the movie, right? Urban <laughs> surfing, as it's called. It, it's where they play the Beach Boys surfing USA and Styles stands on top of the van as it's driving down the street. And this is actually the real actor. He did this. <laughs> now, I, I wondered like while I was watching this is this something that was big in the 80s because I, I was born in 89 fucking was this ever thought of as cool I don't, I don't know how widespread it was the reason it's in the script is one of the screenwriters his, his fraternity brothers they would do this for real at like 3 o'clock in the morning just driving through the like college town doing this so they're yeah, like, oh, it'd be cool if we have Styles do it. But then after they filmed it, like the studio started getting nervous. They're like, kids are going to do this and they're going to kill themselves. And like, <laughs> and like, they were like, should we cut out the movie? Like they were unsure. So it's like they left it in, and thankfully nobody got killed doing this. Exactly. Fucking, I, I remember thinking like I could see people trying this and getting hurt. And you could see the camera guys' reflection there. Fucking just the, the entire time. Very Chad. Yeah. They they didn't give a shit. Fucking they knew you didn't care. They knew you didn't notice. But like that that's what I was thinking. Like fucking, uh, I never can imagine like be. I don't care how young I am. I see an older kid coming uh, like driving down the street like that. I'm not thinking that's cool. Right. I'm thinking that's fucking <laughs> dorky as fuck. That's too try hard, bro. You're showing up to the party like that. It's I'm like just look at me, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was cool when I was a kid. I still think it's cool. I might go try it later tonight. It's it's very uncool, but it's it's cool. It's fun. It's, it's like, like I animal could try house it. shit. It's like I could see me trying that if I got drunk enough. Yeah. I love this part where he just grabs a keg and falls over. Mm-hmm. See, this is uh, that's the last time we ever see non-party activity. This is this is we're we're doing uh, can't hardly wait, right? The rest of the movie takes yeah. place at this party. Hell yeah! And unlike can't hardly wait, they actually had the extra smoking because this is actually you know, period accurate of the time. Hell yes! You like right Fun. here, Michael J. Fox almost getting burned in the face with them girls' cigarettes holding up. Exactly. Look at this '80s hair. So much it's '80s everywhere. hair. Fucking hair, ju- don't care. I, I, I instantly uh, pop a cum whenever I see 80s hair on a chick. Oh, yeah. Well, by the way, like that was clearly somebody smoking a joint 
and I just glanced down at the Blu-ray case cover. Yeah, this is a PG movie. Isn't that great? Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Hell yeah, fucking uh, there. Yeah, it, I was surprised too. I was like, fucking, I forget like kind of how. Uh, I, it never shows like uh, you know nudity or anything, but like yeah. It, it, like yeah, there's some uh, raunchy jokes for sure. Oh, raunchy. Yeah. See that we needed a scene where he fucking he starts humping fucking Boof's leg or something, and then we see his red rocket and the fucking like the spurt, which is stuck to her leg. That's part of the transformation when he's human. He has a human penis, but Hell he's yeah. a dog. He has red. Okay, this is the great payoff. The first twenty five minutes of the movie was mostly about getting this case of beer so they could be the cool guys at the party with the beer, right? They get there and the guy's like, "Yeah, just put it with the rest of them. Like, we might, you know, we probably won't get through them all tonight." There's like eight <laughs> kegs of beer piled up, so they went through all that shit for nothing. Fuck it. Look at this. What is this party game they're playing? They, they get, they're, co- uh, they're covered in whipped cream or, or something dressing. Yeah. Or uh, fucking uh, yeah, it looks like uh, yeah, whipped cream. <laughs> and they are they trying to make each other come using just their shoulders? Yeah. Like, what is happening? They're like back to back. Chad, that actually is a good idea. Like we're gonna tie your arms and legs, we're gonna cover you in whipped cream, and you got to make someone come. Whoever comes first wins. That chick holding the top hat yeah. is Stacy AF. Yeah, she's one of the the like the twin girls that's always in the background doing stuff during this movie. I forget what their their like character names are. It's like I forget what it is. It's like Luna and Lana or some shit like that. And they're just like because like on the documentary like the the guy who plays Styles, the guy who plays Lewis, are like yeah they were awesome. Whatever. But like I just watched the movie and I'm like they're like really not even in the movie. Like they never talk. They're just always there. Yeah, they're just stand-ins basically. Fucking, they must not have been good at acting. They were good at being there though. But good at being very Stacy. But there's a lot of detail here, though, because, like, you see, like, that one guy holding the cigarette and beer back there with the plaid shirt and the curly hair. Like, like, oh, yeah. like uh, it wasn't until this time that I realized, like, oh, he's, like, actual character in the movie. He's, like, the manager of the basketball team, like, the equipment manager that's always sitting with the coach. He's a big Chad, and he kind of looks like the adult version of that kid from, uh, what's it called, uh, fucking, uh. Stranger Things, the, the yeah. kid without the fucking front teeth or whatever it is. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Big Chad. <laughs> big Chad. Big God. He also reminds me of uh, if he like let his hair grow or when he was younger, he reminds me of Matt Stone. Oh, yes. Fucking, basically, he's just 18 different Chads rolled into one. Yeah. Fucked into one person. Now, all these weird games of eating Jello out of the girl's shirt and rolling around on the, the floor with whipped cream and stuff, that was supposedly the director because he was pushing because he wanted to be authentic to Nebraska. He couldn't get him to go film there, so he actually got the movie company to pay for a trip um, to fly him to Nebraska. He hung out at the local high school and went to high school parties to observe the kids. This grown man in his like, 30s or 40s at the time, he went to these high school parties in Nebraska, and he saw these games they were playing like that. And, oh, yeah. uh, and that's why he, like, that's why those scene, those whatever weird party games are in the movies, he wanted to be authentic to what the kids were partying in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird that they made uh, it makes sense that this scene's in the movie, but it's weird that they make it happen with Booth because it's like, yeah. oh, you're supposed to realize at the end that he fucking, oh, Booth is uh, very pretty and fucking she already likes me. But like they kind of like, yeah, it seems like they, they should have had it be a different girl here. But it was funny, too, because, like, all these party games that Styles play that most of them probably will lead to a date rape type situation. But um, 
it's pretty much like they're playing seven minutes of heaven and like they're pulling names out of a hat and they like he actually uh michael j fox he actually pulled the stacy that he has a crush on but mm. booth just lied and said she got him like in the slip of paper and nobody checked so like i'm sure that stacy was relieved that she didn't have to go in a closet and make out with michael j fox I... I demand a recount. Fucking who? I do not believe that any high school kids would uh, let the rules be that lenient. But isn't that weird, though? Like, that Boof was kind of the villain of the movie at this point? Because there's really no villain at this point. Boof is the villain. Because all we know is, like, uh, you know, she's cock-blocking him from getting, like, the hot cheerleader or whatever she is. Fucking, that's true. She She's a big cock-block. Yeah. Very low T, very low uh, estrogen of her. And yeah, like maybe is fucking who knows? Fucking, uh, I don't see her as the villain. I see her as Big Stacy wants that fox dick. He fucking he's the only one that can provide it. Like uh, there is a, a moment when you're a certain age and you see Michael J. Fox for the first time that it's like only he can satisfy my needs. And yeah. it's it's always popular. You usually grow out of it. And the way she's going after him in that closet, you can tell she wants it right now, right now. Oh yeah, that that chick holding that was holding the hat right there, yeah. very Stacy, and she reminds me of like uh, fucking what's her name from like uh, fucking uh, what's that show? She was on a uh, Fright Night and uh, uh, Married with Children. Oh yeah, Amanda Beers, yeah. She kind of looks like her, but not really. And I remember I, when I was watching this, I was like, is that Amanda Beers? And fucking, I, remember I was like, fucking, don't people say like they never found Amanda Beers hot? Like, I always hear people say that. Like, T-shirt Joe says that and shit. I'm like, fucking, you were wrong, bro. Watch fucking Teen Wolf. And that's not even her. It's not even her. It's not, well, if you watch Fright Night, you, she's like, you know, the part where she gets turned into a vampire and all of a sudden she has different color hair and she's in like mm-hmm. that low cut dress and they put like fake boobs in the dress. Like she's super hot in that part of the movie. Big Stacy, especially when she gets the big fucking smiley face mouth. Now, people are going to think, you know, because of our potty humor, Zach, um, people mm-hmm. are think going to think we're, we're making a joke or something, but the actual plot of the movie because he was playing seven minutes in heaven in the closet with Boof and he got all worked up sexually he actually literally finally no joke transforms into a werewolf for the first time because he has a case of blue balls amazing hell yes hell yes because you can even tell by the way he was walking when he got out of the van he was all hunched over I always thought this scene, it seems like this is the scene where they were telling that basically it seems like they basically explained the whole metaphor for our boy uh, yeah. Michael J. Fox for this scene, and then like he took it and ran with it because like all these scenes where he's transforming, he sounds like he is like coming for the first time. And it's like fucking. They had to have like uh, told him the metaphor, and he's just like, "Oh, that's great! I'm gonna fucking, I'm fucking like all, all these scenes." It's like every time I see him, every time I hear him, and these overdubs he's doing in the booth, it just sounds like he is getting fucked by a well hung Chad. And I am so fucking horny every time I watch he, and listen. He's moaning, and his voice is cracking nonstop. Ah, 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 right here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a pretty quick werewolf transformation, a few close ups of the bladders expanding on his head and stuff, but it was good. It was effective. The shots that they did cut in and they weren't able to do much because of their budget. But now like, he's looking very much like fucking the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And and that's the thing too, is he looks more like a classic werewolf, like like uh, he like he looks closer almost to like what you would see back in the Lon Chaney days, 
mm-hmm. compared to like at this time people were doing the really elaborate like giant wolves like american Warrior of london and the howling you know what i mean so i kind of like this movie it's like it's a, a little more in the vein of um um mm-hmm. the wolf man and also uh michael landon's uh i was a teenage werewolf Hell yeah, that's fucking throwback. Fucking, yeah. they knew it. It's like we're not trying to be a, a horror movie. We're it, it's yeah. a comedy. We're fucking. You know what's fun? Uh, fun fact: this movie actually sat on the shelf for like a year or two, and like they actually uh, uh see. Imagine how much different this would be if like his dad was just like, oh, I think I know what's going on, son. He opens the door and he's just got his cock in hand and it's just like. Yeah. Oh, like he sees his dad. He's like, Dad, what the fuck? And he's like, Oh, I thought you were doing. I thought this was basically a fucking. I guess I got to tell you now. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's like, like and they make the dad such a stupid looking werewolf too that it's funny. <laughs> fucking genius. He's the big daddy werewolf. Fucking oh yeah, daddy. Hell yeah, all the chicks are thinking of him when they're saying that in the pornos. Oh yeah, they're thinking of this guy. This bushy oh, yeah. wolf, gray wolf. Oh yes, fucking. Basically, uh, he he, he kind of jumps the gun by coming out and admitting, like, "Oh yeah, I'm a werewolf." He could just yeah. say, like, "Fucking, I am," uh, like, uh, "Fucking." Uh, he he almost could play it off like, uh, "I just fucking, I'm like a Jerry Garcia kind of fucking uh, beard. I, uh, it's no big deal, fucking." I just didn't shave today. I'm mean, like, uh, he just uh, all he has to do is put his hair a certain way, and you won't even see the ears. Yeah, like like the way they have the dad show up as a wolf, and he's just talking normal and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, hey, well, uh, like you wouldn't you say in a way that the the makers of this movie are trying to normalize werewolf behavior? Exactly, fucking, they are normalizing werewolf culture, and basically they're just trying to make it so that the big. Co- they're trying to make it so that fucking you know we're more accepting towards it whenever it becomes the new reality. Right. Exactly. Fucking they they put they make movies where they show aliens coming to Earth and blowing up the White House so that it all makes sense when they really do that. And fucking well, we saw it on the movie, so it, we know it's true. So what were you saying about the movie being delayed by a year or two? Because I know I know that's actually factually not true at all, but I was oh, I wanted not? to uh, no, it's not at all. I wanted to oh, okay. to continue. Uh, uh, okay, I, I I was under the impression that this uh, it was delayed. Uh, um, Back to the Future came out first, and then they actually sold the movie uh, in the because the, the original um, tagline for this is uh, like oh fucking Michael J. Fox is back from the future for a new comedy fucking and apparently people were annoyed like fucking don't use the other movie to sell this movie yeah (laughs) it is really cheap I know I know exactly the posters and shit you're talking about it is really cheap it worked but it's really cheap so actually that's not true um excuse me uh basically what happened was so he was doing family times at a time and uh, he had been in a couple movies, but in bit parts, you know, previously, like Class of 1984 and all that kind of stuff. But um, basically what happened was he was doing Family Ties. I don't know what season they're in, but I think they've been doing it a couple years, at least two or three years. And pretty much like the way the contract worked, it was like the, the show's producer, I forget what his name is, Gary something. He had like approval because they were constantly shooting that fucking show all the time. He had approval. He could actually say whether Michael J. Fox could go make movies or not. Like now they always just go make movies in the off season. But I guess like, you know, it was like difficult or whatever at the time. Mm-hmm. So basically, 
Yeah, like, there was this big hassle. Like, they wanted Michael J. Fox for Back to the Future, but the guy who ran Family Ties wouldn't let him, like, get it or whatever. They had, like, a tiny break in shooting, like, a couple weeks of shooting because the mom on Family Ties had um, had twins or had babies, and they were giving her, like, a couple weeks off, but, like, yeah. they could only delay shooting for so long. That was Meredith Baxter Burmy, baby, fucking Big yeah. Stacy. You ever see the the TV movie she did about bulimia? That shit freaked me out when I was a kid. I haven't. That sounds amazing, though. She yeah, she goes to the store and buys like pounds and pounds of Twinkies and like cupcakes and shit, and eats them and then throws them up. My kind of Stacy. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they were like, so then there was this movie too, and Michael J. Fox wanted to do this movie. And, like, when the, the Back to the Future guys, because I just listened to the Back to the Future commentary, like, a uh, a couple weeks ago, too. Like, when they went, they had, they went straight to the the uh, the show's creator of Family Ties. And so, Michael J. Fox, the first time that they approached, like, he never even knew about it. He never even knew that, like, Steven Spielberg and Bob Zemeckis wanted him to do Back to the Future at all. Because, like, he, he was very, like, people knew it. He was, uh, like, he was bursting out becoming a star because of Family Ties. And, like, the people that were making Teen Wolf, um, like, the show's creator wouldn't let him go because it's like, oh, Back to the Future is a big movie. You got to go film it for, like, three months. You know what I mean? So, like, he never mm-hmm. even got the offer on that. But the Teen Wolf people, the writers in the studio, Atlantic Releasing, Atlantic Releasing was like, if you can get Michael J. Fox, we'll, we'll greenlight this movie. I think it was, like, only, like, $1.2 million budget. So they went and they were like, okay, because you're filming your movie for only three weeks. That's how cheap Teen Wolf is. They're like, we'll let him go make the movie, right? Because that will be the time that she's having her baby. We'll take that little, you know, downtime of a month or whatever. So, like, yeah. So he went and and he did uh, Teen Wolf, which was for only for three weeks. And while that was happening, Family Ties was blowing up even bigger because that season they had attached Family Ties to the Cosby Show. So now, mm-hmm. like, Family Ties went from like you know whatever how many millions people watching it to like triple movie so like he literally became a star like a bigger star as they were filming this movie and also while they were filming this movie like they because they were shot, shooting this in pasadena they the back to the future crew was there too scouting locations and setting shit up for back to the future so like he actually was on the street one day when like he's like oh what are you whatever back to the future oh whatever like he talked to some of the people so, like, they went ahead and filmed Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz for six weeks or whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, By the way, is, this, this is, is Michael J. Most... Fox slipping all over, yeah. On... This, is... <laughs> this is one of the most genuinely funny, like, things from my childhood. Yeah, because the hallway is slipping, he slides all, and he falls and busts his ass. They would never, imagine if he would broke his wrist. This movie would have been <laughs> shut down. It would have been fucked. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, I know this is a long convoluted story, but it's fucking crazy. So anyway... Mm-hmm. It's like the shit doesn't work out with Eric Stoltz. The Back to the Future guys go back to the the Gary guy from Family Ties. They're like, please, please, we'll suck your dick. Anything. Let us have Michael J. Fox. So finally, the guys like they convince him, like, like we'll we'll change our schedule around a little bit, you know, just a little bit to let him go do Back to the Future. So he's like, okay, he get so he gets Back to the Future while he's shooting Teen Wolf. So it's like, and by the same time, Family Ties is like starting up. It's like shooting during the day. So like, Teen Wolf was pretty much shot, but the last few days where he was doing pickups, which are just like, where you just go in and like, you know, oh, we missed this part. We just need you to walk down the hallway and say this one line or be in this scene or whatever. So there was actually one day where he shot 
pickups for Teen Wolf in the morning. In the afternoon, he went and uh, worked on Family Ties. And then that night, he made Back to the Future, shot like for Back to the Future, because they had about half of Back to the Future shot. They just had to redo all the scenes that would replace him with the Eric Stoltz footage or whatever. So, like, yeah, so he was working on two movies and a TV show at the same time. Like, thankfully, you know, Teen Wolf wrapped up. And then, like, yeah, he pretty much killed himself for the next three months or whatever, how long it was, like, filming Family Ties in the morning and uh, Back to the Future at night. And people said it was crazy. Like, he never slept. Like, he would literally get all family ties and, like, a guy would drive him over to the set and he would get, like, 30 minutes of sleep in the back of the car and then go film Back to the Future all night. You know, get off, like, get something to eat, sleep for another hour, then go do family ties again in the morning. Like, this fucking guy was so committed. Like, besides the fact that Michael J. Fox is just great and we all love him and he's amazing... Like, the mm-hmm. fact that he pulled off that trifecta because he was willing to work so fucking hard, do all this shit at the back of the back. So, basically, what happened was they were like, oh, the buzz was big on Back to the Future. So, like, Atlantic releasing was like, they were going to f- release this, like, I want to say, like, a month or two before Back to the Future. But they're like, no, that's going to be a big hit. Let's wait. So, they end up releasing Teen Wolf six weeks after Back to the Future came out. And Michael J. Fox, like, it's st- it didn't knock out Back to the Future for the number one spot, but Teen Wolf debuted at number two. So for a time period, Michael J. Fox had, like, one of the biggest shows on TV. He had the number one movie at the box office and the number two movie at the box office. Fucking amazing. Big Chad. Big, big concrete cock. You know what I was thinking of literally the whole time you were telling all that? Yeah. Fucking uh, family ties, like fucking the uh, the the thing, like fucking today in the the mommy porn generation that that just has <laughs> so many fucking possibilities. Fucking, I I want to see Meredith Baxter Burmy giving a fucking uh, a hand job to our boy Michael J. Fox and saying, oh Michael. Michael, you fucking, uh, you gotta get to school, Michael. I'm gonna help you get rid of this, but just today, fucking that. <laughs> I wasn't literally thinking that the whole time, but like I thought it would be funny if I said I was. Yeah, Family Ties would definitely have a porn parody if it came out now, you know. Married Baxter Burmy, Big Stacy. Remember, remember like the South Park album, fucking Chef Aid. Mm-hmm. There was a whole song about Married Baxter Burmy, fucking uh, Big Stacy. You know her last name is actually Burmy, not Burmy, right? Bernie. Bernie, yeah. Fucking uh, like our boy uh, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, with a big dick, with that big dick. Feel the word. Feel the word. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> all the memes. People don't know the memes. <laughs> the memes are out of control. I was gonna say we, we got to mention Styles' running uh, T-shirt collection. So the first, the one he has at the beginning of the movie says, um, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, I'm blanking now. I just had them memorized." The the first one he says. Uh, Oh my god, why am I so... Oh, the first one says, life sucks, then you die. Then the second shirt you see him wearing, it says, obnoxious, the movie. (laughs) And then that one he was just wearing at school in the garage where he found out Scott was a werewolf, says, dick... And says, what are you looking at, dick nose? Amazing. Oh, look, our boy just came out and he sees he's being cucked by his dad. He he is playing basketball with Boof. And And they're having a good time. And he's he's wearing the shirt that he's supposed to be wearing that he was wearing when he talked to the coach earlier. So so, the coach scene was going to happen after that he was slipping down the hallways, and then then the coach scene now this scene. But if if you notice, yeah, Booth is hanging out with his dad all of a sudden playing basketball, 
And like, you know, at this point in time, because the dad's like a, what do you call it? Like a widower or widow? And um, he doesn't have a lady in his life. So at this point in time, assuming Booth was 18, which I don't think she probably was supposed to be. But assuming she was. All right. Technical difficulties aside. Ed. What I was getting at before everything crapped out with the internet. Um, yeah, I don't have slow internet. I get a lot of interference there in here there sometimes. But uh, anyway, very yeah. low T. It might be me, too. Maybe Big Com is having a field day trying to scramble our technology. You never know. But all I was going to say there is, is Booth actually at that point, if she wanted to, she could have the the pick of who she wants to date Scott or his dad, and if you mm. you know they're both werewolves of two different generations, and her being of uh, a you know extreme childbearing age of uh, eighteen to twenty four, and the <laughs> the dad being you know like a lot of people don't know this but actually the main bearing age for for a man to have children is thirty five to fifty five so the dad actually has better telomerase to uh, make a child with Booth right there. So it actually is not out of the question that the dad, you know, because Scott is busy chasing that cheerleader, Stacy, whoever she is. Booth could hook up with the dad, and they could have started instant family right now, right now. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, all these Gen Z chicks, they just, uh, they're too fucking bigoted, basically. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time when I was watching this other night, and that basketball scene come up. I was like, well, this is interesting. They need to, uh, basically the Booths and the Stacys, they need to start getting with the gray-haired beards. Right now, 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 right now. I never think of this movie as a basketball movie, but the whole point really is is that it's a werewolf that plays basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of forget that the basketball thing, like, by the, so every time I watch this movie, I think that, like, oh, yeah, once they go to the prom, it's over. But, like, it's not, because then they still got to win the big game at the end. And it's always just like, I don't give a fuck. I forgot to even play basketball. (laughs) It's like, you never think about it, yeah. Yeah, and, like, here's another, uh, the kind of the tallest guy on their team. A number 23, it's actually Doug Savant, who's actually a pretty famous actor later in the early 90s and stuff. I want to say he was like on Melrose Place or something like that. He's been in a bunch of shit. And he's the number 23. Yeah. There have been a handful of great 23s. Michael Jordan, yeah. him, basically. That's it. I thought I found it interesting because their, their jerseys kind of look a little bit like the Lakers. And like, yeah, Michael J. Fox wears number 42. <laughs> James Worthy was a great Laker at the time. I always wondered if that was a potential. That was great. The coach is awesome because he barely pops up, but when he does, it's funny. He's just eating a hard-boiled egg on the on the the sideline. He tells the equipment boy to go get him salt. <laughs> Fucking the the only way to eat a hard-boiled egg. Yeah. Fucking douse it with salt. And then, like at the very beginning of the movie, he was just wanting to forfeit the game so he could beat the five o'clock traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the other coach the, wouldn't allow him. Yeah, what's the best way to eat an egg? Fucking hard boiled or a fucking uh, scramble? You know, I actually, I actually think thinks uh, hard boiled, and here's why: like I, like, like chunks of hard boiled eggs is okay in salad, but I, I found this hack to use up our Easter eggs is like I crush mm-hmm. them up and you make like breakfast tacos out of them. Amazing! You, fucking the heart of a child coming back. Yeah, you 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 get the uh, salsa from the store and some cheese, put it all in the microwave for about thirty seconds. It's it's fucking dank breakfast burrito. 
See, this is what we need. He he wolfs out in front of the whole school for the first time. He sees fucking Boof. He instantly pops an erection. Fucking just big red rocket. And if fucking he just starts humping uh, the leg of somebody else on the field. Exactly. And see, look at that. Did you ever notice that right there? <laughs> what part? The weird shot where it show it's showing everybody reacting to him wolfing out in front of him. It's really awkward. He's just like fucking like, oh, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just a wolf that plays basketball. Yeah. But it shows the fucking uh, his principal, and he has a reaction that looks like he just, somebody just walked in on him masturbating. <laughs> right. Well, it doesn't yeah. fit anything. But no, it it does though because they explain it later in the film. Oh, okay, was he masturbating? I just yeah, I he he was. He's he's a what does he call it? He has a fetish for furries. Hell yes. See the that's the thing. What if fucking this movie? They say that furries exist because people had their sexual awakening watching shows like fucking you know like a Lion King or like or like a, or a better or Space Jam with Lola Bunny. Fucking so uh, like basically somebody could have become a furry because they they knew how big of a stallion our boy was. Fucking like uh, he just comes in. His name is Michael J. Fox. I want to. I picture him at, in a fox costume, fucking me from behind, mounting me. I think so. I think you could arrange that somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody looks like. But we, yeah, the the principal, the reason he was so scared is he has history with the dad because he went to high school with the dad and the dad turned into a wolf and almost killed him. So that's why he's afraid of werewolves so bad. So the, the Such a goofy movie. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool though because like they don't expose all the story right away. You kind of get it in layers. Like you find out what mm-hmm. happened, you know? They should have. Uh, he should have basically found out that like his girlfriend left him because she wanted to get fucked like a beast by a beast. Yeah, like, like the you wasp can't fuck like him. Yes. Fuck like a beast. Hell yeah! See, every time they have one of these games too, like the bleachers are very empty. Yeah. Well, th- this is the like, first time they wolf though. He wolfs when when he, the the following mm-hmm. games when the words out that they got a werewolf on the team, everybody comes. But then at the end of the movie again, it's very uh, sparse too, if I remember right. No, it's packed. It's packed. It's just that they all like run onto the court, so it's like empty when they're hugging uh, or whatever. Oh, fucking! See, I'm probably just memorizing that great shot of what we thought was yeah. a man showing his cock right. and balls, but it wasn't the whole time. But uh, the, also during the basketball scene, because you know up until that point, we only really see Michael J. Fox as the wolf, but we get the second team wolf in the basketball scenes. The the basketball double. Did you notice him? Fucking, is there another fucking, I was wondering if they even, like, I thought about that, and I was like, did they even have Michael J. Fox set in the wolf makeup that long, or could they just hire somebody else to play that part? Yeah, the basketball scenes, he had a basketball double, because um, Michael J. Fox wasn't really good at basketball. He grew up in Canada, and he actually played hockey a lot, so hockey was his sport. I want to know how they did this. They didn't explain this on the documentary where he bites the beer can and just sprays and sprays. Like, how did they really do it? Yeah, like a little fucking thing, two little things hooked up to it probably. Yeah. So, yeah, they got a college basketball player. The shortest college basketball player they could find locally that would, you know, double as Michael J. Fox. And you can totally look at the face. The guy has a completely different nose, so he looks different. He, like, you think they could have make it match perfectly with makeup, but no, they couldn't. But, oh, yeah. but the shortest one they could find, the guy was five foot seven, and Michael J. Fox is only five foot three. So yeah, he mm. is he like he grows noticeably taller. The only time it's I love this. 
Look how unnaturally he's holding that. <laughs> right Nobody to the, the, the paper, right to the camera. So, 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 the camera can yeah, see they're it. writing articles about the Teen Wolf. I also like the Teen Wolf makeup, too. It kind of reminds me of the Ozzy Osbourne werewolf makeup from that music video, Bark at the Moon. Oh, yeah. With them long, stringy, like, uh, strands of hair coming off the arms and shit. But I like his head that has, like, long hair. It's like almost like long surfer hair. I think it's actually a unique look for a werewolf, you know? Exactly. I just want to put it back in a bun and fucking grab onto it while I'm fucking getting a blowjob from uh, our boy. Very, <laughs> very Jim. Well, I don't think he would be doing that to you. I think that would, I think he's oh. he's the wolf. He would force it the other way. Yeah, this is what I was trying to think too. Whatever I was like, oh, it doesn't it doesn't make you a, a beast that that fucking bites people. It, it makes you good at basketball. Fucking, uh, you can drive on the car, standing on it, and break dancing. You're really good at break dancing too. Yeah. So he's pretty much the werewolf day and night during the school day and during the games at night. Um, mm-hmm. Which you think they they kind of play on the whole thing too. Like uh, another thing of coming of age movies is like, oh, fucking like he basically he he keeps wanting to be the wolf, and it's like, oh, they like me as the wolf, and it's like I want you as you, and fucking like oh, oh they only like me when I'm the wolf. It's like kind of touching on that, like fucking they only fucking like oh you gotta drink or do drugs. They only they they only like me whenever I'm drunk or they, they fucking uh, that thing. Uh, I got a hint of maybe yeah. while I was. Watching the last time? Yeah, it's like you're trying to be cool. It's an analogy. Because mm-hmm. back then there was a lot of school specials about doing drugs to try to be cool. I like this mm-hmm. one where he gets, he gets a, a good A on the paper and the teacher pats him on the head like a dog. Dude, and then he grabs her he's ass. Clearly, he's clearly wearing brown wolf right there. Yeah, he, he's like more mocha colored in that scene than others. He's doing brown wolf. That might have been the... the see, uh... That that's offensive that he's doing that, but like that might have not even been our boy uh, Fox or the I almost called him Jeff Fox. <laughs> this would be, would have been a, a way smaller hit if Jeff Fox really was in it. That, that's like that's like uh, the personification of cancer. Uh, fucking yeah. Teen Wolf starring Jeff Fox. <laughs> he looked like Trump there. Look at that. It does look like Jeff. Donald Trump. That's weird. He has the same kind that's of hair. Like, that's like uh, that, that's like not the real Trump. That's like Trump if the whole election was like a movie, and that's the guy they would cast to play Trump. I always, th- I always thought it was jarring the scene where he just walks down the hallway as like regular Michael J. Fox. Like he hasn't been Michael J. Fox in the movie for like fifteen minutes, and just out of nowhere, he's himself again. Exactly. Fucking that, that laying it down. Wolf fever. I love Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. Fucking. They are merchandising our boy. I like that crappy shirt with like the drawing of it. They never reproduce that. They should reproduce that and sell it. Yeah, Styles sets up like a concession stand in the school hallway to sell Teen Wolf merchandise. Exactly. The only thing he's missing, they should have done a plaster cast of his cock. See what the fucking Teen Wolf is packing. Well, the the I always call her a cheerleader. She's actually not a cheerleader. She's just a Stacy of the school who acts in the school play. But the whatever hot girl. Yeah, she's she's all about finding out how furry the wolf. Exactly. Is. See, you kind of forget, like, oh yeah, he's doing the whole play thing to get close to the girl, fucking, like he got a a, a part in the play so he can get closer to the Stacy yeah. he's trying to mack on. But like fucking, you know, it, it, now she notices him now that he's the wolf. Well, it's it's weird too that she's like instantly sexually attracted to him as the wolf. Like I get like, oh, he's popular. He's like an oddity. Everybody likes that he's got the the school team winning and stuff like that. But like it's weird that she becomes sexually attracted because he's not really. 
I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not the judge of this, but like, I like, I don't think he's any. I think he's actually way worse looking as the wolf than he is Michael J. Fox, Dude, right? Like Michael. It's 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 all red pill philosophy. Yeah. She's attracted to his animal magnetism. Fucking, he's an alpha, and she she's attracted to the alpha. And like, there's really like no other than her like giving him fuck me eyes at the school play. Re- and it's weird too when they rehearse the school play. It's always just her on the stage with the director by himself. it's almost like she's just sleeping like they're only doing the school play because she's sleeping with the school director or the play director whatever it is what if the guy doing the directing is just very manipulative and he has convinced her that this is a one woman show and like you gotta fucking get a dance and uh, do all these different characters and fucking uh, perform for me yeah mommy Big mommy, big dad. Now, yeah, I mean, we don't see it. We just see her naked bag. They, they don't really show the nudity. But he, like, um, I almost called him Marty McFly. Michael J. Fox, like, he comes in the dressing room, and she's just taking her clothes off in front of him. Oh, yes. Fucking, uh, they should have, uh, I, I had a funny joke I thought of while I was watching this the last time, getting ready for this, and it, it slipped my mind now. It was really dank. It would have blown all your socks off, basically. Oh, no, she said, um, oh, God, it was something she said to him. She was like, uh, oh, he's like, uh, or, she, or she asked him, how do you uh, become the wolf? He's like, oh, it happens whenever I get really uh, uh, fucking, uh, you know, worked up. And she's like, what works you up? And fucking uh, she just takes her shirt off. And he's like, wouldn't that have been funny if it's like fucking uh, ironically, you're fucking, uh, I, your tits work me up. That's what I was using the whole time. And fucking he just, and, and then it completely like uh, fucking, uh, there's nothing even to hide anymore. Like mm. she would know that fucking you had a crush on her. And like fucking they, after this, it just goes back to normal. She forgets, I guess. Because I think we're supposed to infer that they actually had sex in that dressing room. But it would have been funny, mm-hmm. like, because she wants to have sex with the wolf. Because you know how the transformation, he got all sweaty and his eyes, like, popping out and all that weird shit is happening. If, like, oh, if, yeah. like she actually saw the transformation and she just got turned off and, like, left. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why are you fucking moaning like that? There's something oddly sexual. <laughs> it's, it's like when he gets, like, regular blue balls, he turns into the wolf. But when he's already the wolf and gets the blue balls, then that's when he finally turns murderous and like he eats the school janitor or whatever. Oh yeah, look at him fucking grabbing them hips. Yeah, it's really weird too because I guess we should like introduce the real villain Steve or whatever his name is. He plays on the the other schools, the basketball team. He's kind of like Michael J. Fox's basketball rival, but then also too because you know Michael J. Fox actually wants to steal his girlfriend which he pretty much already has here but then she does a weird thing where she's like well he is my boyfriend even after they just had sex it's like well it's like well damn it's like you know or do you want to be with the team wolf or not i mean come on right there right there he throws the fucking bowling ball just into the blind like he just throws it to the side we don't see where it goes this movie actually the original version they had to go back and reshoot because like the first test screen didn't like where it went it basically became a prison film like really he was like fucking yeah he was like uh, chained up fucking all that shit like fucking he had to suck dick for like fucking uh, a pack of cigarettes and shit like just to calm his nerves and it was it got very bleak they basically they spent a, a shit ton of money to go back and reshoot all this shit is reshot. They, he never figured out in order to avoid the prison rape, he could just turn into the wolf and beat everybody up. 
Exactly. But it, it, like he just forgot. Yeah. And that would actually be an interesting movie. A, a wolf man just decides like just a troll. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to get locked up and see what they do when they figure out they can't keep me locked up or something. They kind of did that on an episode of Twilight Zone where, like, uh, the guy, he makes a deal with the devil, and it, it's uh, Burgess Meredith, I think. Or, no, Burgess Meredith played the devil. Mm-hmm. or He played the devil in an episode. Yeah. But the guy, he's just like, fucking, let's give the electric chair a whirl. Fucking, like, and then instead of getting, you know, sentenced to the electric chair, they sentenced him to life in prison. And it was like, oh, fucking, he's going to live forever. He's going to be in prison forever. Uh, ironic. Now, now here we, because in the last basketball game, uh, he stole the ball from his own teammate. Which, by the way, here's some great movie magic right here, right? So, okay, like, the guys are talking about in the locker room after the game how it's not fun to play on the team anymore because, like, the wolf does all the shit himself. And you see the wolf Mm -hmm. walk into the shower back there, but he's, like, blocked by the one guy's head. And then all of a sudden you see Michael J. Fox, like, regular Michael J. Fox pop up out of the shower. Like, Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was down on his knees hiding, and, like, the wolf guy... Like, you know, duck down and then he's supposed to come up. But he like, I think he was supposed to come up still behind that guy's head. So you didn't see him pop up, but you totally just saw him mm. popped up out of the shower. But I never even noticed that the wolf yeah. was in that shot at all. Yeah, like they don't re- like it's really like they're like they don't call to it because the two the we, which we haven't even talked about chubs in this movie. But um, exactly. Fucking Oz from fucking Leprechaun. Amazing. And, and wasn't he Pee Wee's big whatever? Uh, exactly. Fucking, uh, I forget his name in that one right now. I think it was like Randall or some shit. Francis. Francis, yeah. By the way, what are we, like 48 minutes in this movie? I finally just turned on the subtitles. But, um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, but that previous scene, it was funny too, because, like, that's like the weirdest scene in a movie. Like, he has sex with a girl. He takes her on a date to the bowling alley. He's groping her all in front of her boyfriend. The boyfriend comes up, and they should say too that the the writers hate it what the the jerk guy said because he said, "Oh, like I killed your mom. She was ch- stealing chickens out of the coop, and I blew her head off with a shotgun." Which, like, even as a as a whatever seven year old kid when I saw this movie, like I knew he was just saying shit to get him mad. But the writers actually said, "Oh, I wish we would have done different dialogue because everybody comes up to us saying, did that guy really kill Scott's mom in the movie?'" I'm like. Why would you be that fucking stupid to think that? I don't even remember ever noticing that line. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. it was too mean-spirited for the movie. We should have never put it in. It was probably one of those days, like, I, it's like, his mom. Like, I haven't seen his mom, so it just immediately came yeah. left my mind. Like, she doesn't even exist. <laughs> yeah, and but, but so, like, and then, like, the guy comes up and whatever. So, like, when they're walking home, he's walking the girl home. He's like, yeah, shouldn't you get rid of him, whatever, because we're together now. And she's like, oh, we're not together. He is my boyfriend. He's like, well, what about us? And she's like, yeah, whatever. And she goes in her house, and then she's, like, pretty much blown off, but then she blows him a kiss. It's, like, such mixed messages from that girl. Look at that. Imagine trying to do a backflip on a movie on car. On a movie car, yeah. So, like, that's pretty much the third Teen Wolf. So you have Michael J. Fox play the wolf. You have the basketball double. And then you have the gymnast who just did this one scene. And you can tell there's handlebars. They put handlebars on the top of the, the new Wolfmobile van. They, they should have started selling cars like that. Fucking uh, Teen Wolf ready. Yeah. With grip tape on top, sir. But it's kind of funny. Look, I can't imagine being a person that was like, that's so cool. Oh, dude. <laughs> That person was me. 
that person is still me when I was watching. I was like, yeah, they get to ride on top. I don't know why you think that's so uncool. I don't know why either. It's it's awesome. Imagine getting to do that for fun. It's fun. I guess I'm just imagining doing it, mm-hmm. and it'd be like you'd immediately just be like, "This isn't. Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> like stop the car." See, in the background of the kitchen, there's like a, it's very like way in the background, almost out of out of focus. There's like a little tiny Nebraska football flag in their kitchen. That's the only way you ever know that this movie takes place in Nebraska. And you wouldn't it fucking they could just be fans of the movie Nebraska that too. or that album. Yeah. They could they like that album by Bruce Springsteen. Or they like the football team that the banners for. No, I don't think that has anything to do with that. No. I don't think that has it. No, no, no. Oh no, no, no. I'm doing the fucking <laughs> no. now I'm thinking of Tim Allen. Well, you know what's weird too is like the way this movie plays it, they just totally cause you know, it's all about the father and you know, the director even said like the reason they gave him the job. Was like, apparently the original like people that when they were interviewing directors for this movie, the screenwriters were like the first guy was like, "Oh, we got to make this like Animal House, totally over the top. We got to have tits everywhere." And they're like, "Yeah, that's not really what we want." And then the second guy was like, "This is a serious drama. Like, I don't know why you guys wrote all these these jokes in here. We're going to take all those out and make it really serious." And they're like, "No." And then the third guy was like, completely was like, "Oh, it's a father son movie, and it's all based around you know." And like they're like, "Yeah, like you get the story of the movie or whatever." But what's weird with that is like. When he woofed out and the whole town found out he was a wolf at the basketball game, like, I don't think they showed the dad at the game, or if they did, I just don't remember it, but, like, there was never any talk after that moment of where he was like, son, like, everybody saw you, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's never really that scene where they take him out and they fucking, like, yeah, it's just weird, it's just they skip over it, and then, like, we get to this part. And it's just like, oh, you know, because he saw him like surfing on top of the van or whatever. He's he's just like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, like you made a fool out of yourself, whatever, as a wolf. But it's like, forget about being a, making a fool out of yourself, staying on top of the car or whatever, like or van. Like, aren't you aren't you worried about the media showing up in the small town now that, that you keep making repeated uh, wolf man appearances all over the school? They they hope it it takes place in a cartoon like logic. Everybody's just like, oh, a werewolf, fucking the whatever, fucking it all makes sense. You know, the thing is too, we just uh, we talked over it, but like the only uh, thing that kind of is kind of generic about this movie is like the that stretch of like, oh, now we're gonna have two back to back montages yeah. of him just doing wolf shenanigans. Yeah, and like the, every time, like uh, fucking some of the best movies they fucking they do it and they uh, luckily a lot of them like i know bill and ted uh, the first movie they do like three or, or two fucking uh you know two uh, you know montages in a row and it's just like well you just did one and it's like they fucking they hope you just didn't notice but it's like fucking yeah you don't want to do that you don't want to do that yeah, if you're gonna have a long montage, just fucking make it one montage and make it a long montage. Well, yeah, it's it, it's kind of like they, um, yeah, they they kind of just like oh, we need like we had the whole beginning part of the movie start not slow, but it, you know it was setting up, and then it's like the movie was based around the beginning and the end, and the middle is just kind of you know, but but it kind of makes sense though because like pretty much the middle part of the movie is showing how his ego and everything. Because, you know, he's all about, you know, he's short, nobody likes him, he's on the basketball team, but he sucks, they set up that he sucks, he even says he sucks, 
and like he wants to quit because he's so terrible so it's like yeah the middle part of the movie is just like pretty much him getting a big ego and now finally after that stacy dumped him ever just having her one-time sex now he's like he's still like i gotta be the wolf it's what everybody expects but he's not like he's not trying to do outrageous shit really right now and this is a great scene of getting ready for i don't think it's really the prom it's just like a dance or whatever and the, they do the homage to saturday night fever where you know they got the the music playing and he's blow drying his wolf hair <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Look at that stud. He gives a good performance in the makeup. Right here. Look right here. He just fucking evaporates. Yeah. We are now an hour and five minutes into the movie, and we're just now finding out that you can also fucking shapeshift whenever you become <laughs> you a werewolf. You turn invisible, yeah. Fucking, if he could just do that and just materialize at the fucking the, the place he was going, why was he ever dancing on the fucking moving car? Just fucking, yeah. uh, just go there. Fucking, fucking, there you are. I was going to say how, like, the one, the writer said, oh, everybody got confused by that one dialogue, that, that insult thought, like, the guy really killed his mom. Like, again, were people so dumb that they thought he really just disappeared into thin air? They didn't realize it was just <laughs> an editorial choice. Yeah, it is a weird choice to make, though. Yeah. It's it just kind of like, it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's weird when he goes to the dance because the... Really do that? The, yeah, the hot girl he had sex with is there with her boyfriend, and the boyfriend's getting her stink eye, but it seems like she's all turned on again, seeing him. It's just like, I don't get it. It's that alpha. Yeah. It's that wolf magnitude. Yeah. And here's he's the leader of the bag. Yeah, he, he finally realizes how hot Boof is when he sees her in her dress. That fucking dress that uh, perks her big mommy milkies up just right. Yeah. I always thought this part was a little weird, too. That, like, we should say, too, like, Lewis, like, the younger friend, he took, like, once he saw he turned into a big dick as the wolf, like, he just totally stopped, like, giving it, he started basically giving him the cold shoulder. And they were talking about that, too. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people misinterpreted that. People thought the Lewis character was actually afraid of him because he was a werewolf. Fucking, <laughs> well, I, uh, I would be. Yeah. I would be. But Listen, look at all these forty-year-olds. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? I don't think this movie really suffers from I don't that. Either. that I, bad. I, I mean, basically, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm being uh, overly cynical. I actually really like this movie. This is at least an eight out of ten to me. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one. Like it's weird because like it's like a trash movie on purpose. I mean, it's fucking called Teen Wolf. But then when you watch it, it's shocking. Like, because there's a lot of parts we didn't mention how funny the the basketball coach is. Now Styles got his wolf buddy shirt on, and they kind of oh, do yeah. like a, a like a thriller type dance here, like of the wolf here, like oh wolf, oh. even even Lewis is into it. But yeah, like like um, I don't know. Like it's just weird how good of a movie it is. Like it it was because Michael J. Fox was all about it. Like he was really trying to make it good, and like everybody, it was a low budget movie, and they were shooting it super quick. But it was like one of those things where everybody making it, like they cared about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. That guy with the curly hair that it keeps showing every once in a while looks like fucking a young John C. Riley. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, like, this is the part where, like, him and Booth, like, they get away from the the wolf mania for a second. And they go out into the hallway. And uh, she's like, oh, can I just, like, whatever, you know, have you for a little while? But, like, I don't know. Like, like he he really doesn't really. Yeah, I guess maybe now he does. 
but he he ends up wolfing out anyway because the bully picks it on him. But uh, it would have been interesting if they just would have had it where like he swore to never become the wolf for like the whole second half of the movie. You know what I mean? Like I wonder how that would have played. Mm-hmm. Probably like oh fucking uh, we want to see him. Like I just thought of it. Is is the chick that plays Booth? Is that the same chick that's the the female interest in uh once bitten? No, that's uh, I know you're t- I, they look similar, but no, it's not. That girl's super hot and once bitten, so fucking I know. once, twice bitten, fucking yeah. eight times bitten. Like, take a bite. Remember once bitten where they're at like the Halloween dance and she's like in that weird like dress with the makeup? Mm-hmm. That was Karen Copins or Coppins in uh, once bitten. That was a total Stacy right there, and that's got that's kind of like another one where Jim Carrey's like. Oh, I gotta be with this older vampire lady. And don't get me wrong, Lauren Hunt's mm-hmm. hot as hell too. But it's just like, dude, your your girlfriend is your high school girlfriend is like the stasiest girl ever. Amazing, fucking. That's probably why you probably realized later on in life, and that fucking it, it made him crazy. That's when he was going on that fucking weird. Like we're all just tetrahedrons, fucking. Yeah. Like he realized he fucking he just let that Stacy slip through his fingers. Well, he probably was uh, watching the right now, right now guy and got red pilled by it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now let's take a second to talk about the violence of Team Wolf. So the bully is like the bully is just like for no reason picking on like he's. He's off dancing with Booth. The bully should be dancing with his girlfriend, but he just hates him so much. Because, like, I guess the bully guy was, like, the even though he went to a different high school, he was, like, the, the Chad of the town or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. he hates him. Michael J. Fox, like, slept with his girlfriend as the wolf. But it's like, you take that up with your slutty girlfriend, man. So he goes and punches Michael J. Fox, you know, and then that makes Michael J. Fox turn into the wolf. And then, like, Michael J. Fox basically just rips his clothes off or his shirt. <laughs> but everybody, like, gets horrified, like, oh, my God. And, like, he don't scratch the guy. The guy's not ble- – like, he just literally shreds his shirt. It's like, okay, oh, like, yeah. you know, there, I'm sure there's other shirts in this town you can go buy to replace it. Like, it's not that bad. But then, yeah, like, the, the – um, the principal comes out now and says, like, oh, I'm going to, you're done. You'll never play basketball again. I want to kick you out of this school. And then, like, out of nowhere, the dad is just, like, lurking in the hallway of the school. <laughs> he just hangs out there waiting for it. The only thing I can think of is that he's kind of dressed up. Like, he's dressed up for the dance. I thought maybe he was, like, a chaperone at the mm, dance, but yeah. they just never really set that up. You know what I mean? Maybe they were like, hey, our movie... Uh, we originally wanted it to be about a dad and son story. We should put the dad in some more scenes. Yeah, <laughs> he just—he's there for no reason. He, yeah, it's like if you don't have some extra scenes of him, then he's just really there just to be a wolf. So here they pay off the joke that when when these guys were young and he, and the dad turned into the wolf and scared this guy, this guy peed his pants. And they don't physically show it, but they imply it. They look down and, and the dad says, "Oh, I see some things haven't changed." Like, and the guy's all embarrassed because he's just like peeing his pants again. I never got that joke. I thought his cock just made a noise. <laughs> that like running I water thought, noise. I thought he just wanted to fuck. Like he, uh, he. It was the manimal magnitude again. Manimal magnitude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now here's where it all kind of comes to a head because um, Scott, the, like after, especially after the outburst, at, like at the dance, he doesn't want to be the wolf anymore. So they're practicing the scene in the school play again and he just comes out of his self and the director's like no the wolf people pay to see the wolf and i'm like how sleazy is this guy 
that he's charging like i don't know about you but like the high school plays at my school they're like two bucks to go to he wants to rack up all that two dollar ticket money for people to see a live werewolf and by the way the play is taking in like the the old plantation south of like the whatever <laughs> you know hundreds of years ago and he it's like for this play does it make sense to have like a, a werewolf cavalryman in the in the civil war you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous I'm going to red pill you on this one, my boy. Fucking, he is not sleazy enough okay. because as soon as he found out that this guy who was a fucking werewolf, I would have immediately changed the whole fucking play to be like a fucking uh, Little Red Riding Hood thing. Like, yeah. oh, what big cock you have. Fucking, yeah. all the better to fuck you. Uh, fucking, uh, I would uh, do a big cum, basically. But I don't think you could say what big cock you have in a high school play. I think the parents would be outraged. That's what I was saying. He's not sleazy enough. It, it fucking if he was sleazy enough he would he would not look at that as a i can't do that fucking that is the 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 pinnacle he needs to relocate the school play to the red light district to realize his full vision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see see uh every time i watch the movie it's just like oh the movie's still going uh, fucking he got with boot uh i got a boot boot <laughs> he got with boot and fucking uh harry styles they're all yeah, they're all they're all getting along here. Styles kind of looks like Joel, a young care. Joel Michael Murray too. Mm-hmm. And it's like we don't care. We fucking the only reason we fucking remember that scene is because we thought it showed a guy's cock in it, but it didn't. Yeah, like the whole movie was set up to show that guy's like they were crossing their fingers, hoping just one of these random uh, extras would show up and show their dick. We should probably we should probably spell it out yeah. for people that don't know. Yeah. Basically, it was an urban legend for years yeah. that this movie had basically a guy. If you look in the audience on the last shot of the movie, yeah. there's a guy who does that weird trick where you pull your cock or your your you stretch your ball sack out and flip it up over the dick mm-hmm. and let it rest outside the pants. Yeah. And fucking for years, I thought that was really what it was we were seeing. Well, it's funny too because at the basketball game, he's quit. Because he only wants to be himself now. He wants to never be the wolf again, right? So he just mm-hmm. doesn't show up for the championship game. They made it all. They went from a loser team to being the championship game, and it's like, what's his name? Styles is still in the crowd selling Team Wolf merchandise. Like, is he just trying to like get rid of his inventory before the the word gets out that the wolf is never coming back? That's what I would probably be trying to do. Yeah. And then the best part is they're like halfway through the game. It's almost halftime, right? And, like, mm-hmm. the, they just show, like, one of the players gets hurt. And then all of a sudden, Michael J. Fox comes in in his uniform after he said he wouldn't play in the game. The game's half over. Like, in what world would they let him, like, play in the game? Because the coach, I guess, oh, I guess the coach is just shitty because the coach is like, oh, it's great. Yeah, you're going to surprise him. You'll be the wolf now. We'll win. And, uh, oh, and, and he's like, no, coach, I'm not going to be the wolf. And he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Did you see the Stacy give him a horrible look? Like, oh, he showed up. Ugh. Like, why is she so disgusted <laughs> with him now? Just because he ripped up that guy's shirt? Exactly. Maybe she wanted him to just fucking, like, fucking ravage. Fucking, Tear the guy's uh, heart out. <laughs> exactly. Fucking, I was hoping you could fucking fight for my honor. If, fucking if, in front of the whole school, she, she, he rips out her boyfriend's heart and eats it in front of everybody. <laughs> And then he, and then the the curse is reversed because that's how you get rid of the the werewolf curse in uh, American Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, it is. You eat the guy's heart. You eat the bully's heart on the other basketball team. Exactly. It's a it's a nice well, it's, it, yeah. It's a nice coincidence that it was never set up that the championship game is also about um, 
you know, they're playing against the bullies team that they played against earlier. Mm. And fucking, we didn't even mention that their team is the Beavers. Fucking right. big Chad. It was, I think it was, it was pattern after the Oregon Beavers, supposedly. I thought it was just, I thought it was making a joke about, uh, you know, the, the, the woman part. I yeah. thought that's what it was. <laughs> the woman part. The, the woman part. <laughs> <laughs> These are some good extras in the background, though. Everybody's listening intently to what Michael J. Fox. So, yeah, so basically what they were saying was while they were filming, like, by the end, like, the extras were so crazy. Like, the extras were screaming in the crowd scenes. For Michael J. Fox, because he become like so famous in the re- recent weeks, and like they had to keep like ruining takes and stopping and telling the extras like don't scream, like because they were screaming his name, going to Michael. Blah. They're like, <laughs> like cheer for the game or whatever, or like when they're doing the outdoor scenes, but like you can't be screaming the guy's name while we're filming. He was like the Beatles. He was like the Beatles. Fucking fuck me, make love to me, Michael, please. That's what the I'll producers are saying. Yeah, it was just like the Beatles. We we haven't even talked about the awesome music that's in this movie. Really, it's like fucking hell yeah, good score, and then all the pop songs were were pretty much created specifically for this movie. And like, there's like one. I think it's during the basketball montage. There's like this song that like kind of sounds like if um, uh, what's his name Uh, Newman who does all the Toy Story movies uh, songs. Mm. If he would have covered Werewolves of London, this song plays. But it's good. It's like a rip off song on Werewolf of London, but. It sounds good because apparently the editor wanted to use that song, but they couldn't get the rights. But I'm glad they made like the sound like song or whatever, just because, you know, Werewolves of London wouldn't make any sense being played in this movie because they're not in London, you know. Mm-hmm. See, like this is how I always feel about a movie like this, where kind of uh, the ending revolves around the big game yeah. because I never cared about sports. It's always just like these scenes are just a place for me to like, oh, uh, okay. Like my, my brain always shuts down when something like this is happening. Like whenever it's, it's gearing up to be the last stretch of the movie and they're, they're basically going about their game because it's like, you know, they're going to win. So there's no tension to me. So it's just like, I'm on, like, I, I started thinking like, oh yeah, fucking. Okay. So what did I think of this movie? Uh, I'm already, it's practically over in my eyes, basically. It's almost like the credits are running. See, it's kind of weird though, because like to me, like like I kind of think that they are gonna lose. It's weird. Like I've seen this movie like a million times, but I always think that maybe they they will lose just because it's like whether they win the game is actually inconsequential. The point is that mm-hmm. he learned to be himself again. You know what I mean? Like it would still be a victory for the character even if they lost the game. But then, so like when they went when they. They win the game on his two free throws at the end. I'm always kind of like, oh, they won. Okay. Like, you know. Like, it's still oh, kind of yeah. cheating, though, because all the games that they had to win to, to get up to this moment, he was the <laughs> wolf, right? <laughs> like, so he cheated his way, even though he, he won the final game or whatever. See, what if the movie's extra red pill? Because if anything, him being a wolf should have made him worse at basketball. Right. Like, fucking what? Maybe that's the ultimate joke the movie plays on us. It's like, well, he thought a fucking wolf would be better at playing basketball? What? Yeah. Fucking, that's stupid. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's funny, too, because when he was the wolf, which, by the way, the basketball wolf guy, he only shot uh, wolf scenes for three days, and, like, the suit kept ripping, and they kept having to, like, repair it at night or whatever. But, um, yeah, like... Like the 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 scenes where he's like the basketball wolf or whatever, it's like um, 
the rest of the movie, whenever he's the wolf, he has long fingernails. But when he plays basketball, the wolf doesn't have long fingernails anymore, so he can actually dribble the ball. I never know. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Okay, you don't have the heart of a child. Now I have it because I never noticed. It. Yeah. Isn't it weird how we just keep passing this back and forth, like fucking like we're swapping it back and forth into the passionate kiss yeah. or something, like that Nirvana song, Mary Jad. Bloody kisses by typo negative. But um, yeah, it's yeah. like, and then also too, like the hot girl that dumped him or whatever, she's all up in the uh, the stands getting all happy again. So you think for like a second, like maybe, oh, maybe she'll come back to him at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And the the bully almost fouls out. One more foul, and he's out of the game because he just keeps slamming Michael J. Fox to the ground. Exactly. He's he's fucking psychological warfare on this kid. He's like, I can't win as the fucking wolf, but I will fucking do a psyop on this motherfucker. I will get inside his mind and fuck him from the inside. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, Michael J. Fox actually does a lot of physical comedy in this movie that's really good. Mm-hmm. Like when he's sliding down the hallway and all that shit, and then getting slammed yeah. to the ground in the basketball game. Fucking, that would be it. Like, that's the only uh, Mirror Universe fucking, like, Berenstein Bears bullshit I'm interested in is the fucking alternate reality where a boy never got Parkinson's and be, remained being a fucking big fucking Chad movie uh, amazing aficionado. Fucking just, he's in all of them. Fucking, he became big as fucking, uh, he became a, a big Chad-ass action star, everything. Uh, fucking, I want to live in that universe, baby. Well, it's really weird. I was talking to my fiance about this the other night after I watched this movie. I was like, like life is just so fucking strange, man. Because like, Michael J. Fox, he came from Canada. He wanted to be an actor. He drove to L.A., whatever, in this old beat-up pickup truck he had. He was sleeping in his truck and all this shit. He worked his way up to be a sitcom star. Then he's like in one of the biggest mm-hmm. movies of all time, Back to the Future, and he has a great run. I mean, he's like at one time he kind of was the biggest star in America for a few years, and it's like the odds of that happening is like a billion and one, and then the odds of him mm-hmm. like getting Parkinson is just like and kind of taking all that away prematurely. Like it's so fucking weird the way life works like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck me. Like I'm sure, but look at that. Look at that fake out. Yeah, very shit. Like, I'm sure he, he, you know, his journey of life, he appreciates it all. I like how Styles has, like, the old-timey coin changer shit on his belt. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure Michael J. Fox is, you know. Which I was surprised recently. Michael J. Fox is at conventions doing pictures with Christopher Lloyd and people, which I don't get what that's about. Like, I hope he's donating the, the, the money to charity or something. I hope he doesn't actually need the money like that at this point, but... Yeah, fucking, uh, you'd hope you wouldn't have to see fucking Michael J. Fox having to do that. Yeah, and fucking, he's also been wearing the Misfit shirt, very chat. Yeah, that is very chat. It's like the plus head Misfit shirt. But, I mean, he had, because people forget the Spin City, he did the first few years of that, too, before his Parkinson's really kicked in. Um, So Mm -hmm. he has two sitcoms in syndication. That's supposed to set you up for life, plus whatever Back to the Future money he got. Yeah, I always thought, um... The Frighteners was an underrated oh, classic. Yeah. I love The Frighteners. I love Michael J. Fox. I love this movie. I love Back to the Future. I love Frighteners. Frighteners was like the last thing he did that personally for me, like I, like was for me, you know what I mean, that I really loved. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Secret of My Success is really good too, which he did a couple years after this. Um, well, remember the movie where he was with the Stacy from uh, fucking uh, uh, Tommy Boy? Oh, yeah. Doc Hollywood. Um Fuck, he, he was filming that. That's where he, he found out he had Parkinson. He had one finger kept twitching. 
Yeah, so you want oh. you want to talk about the biggest Stacy in the world, the part where she comes out of the water naked, like oh my god, amazing. But um, but yeah, just like I don't know, man, just just so fucked up. But I mean, I really love this movie, and like I know we're joking about the weird premise and all this kind of shit, and putting in our our weird red pill jokes. But like this really <laughs> is like because because you know especially me as a kid, it's like you know I saw this in Back to the Future around the same time. And like you kind of forget about this movie, but then it's always playing on cable. So you so, but it's it's always like the secondary Michael J. Fox movie after Back to the Future, right? You know, and I love Back to the Future, but it's mm-hmm. like it's nice to have this as well, like because it's it's like it's a goofy premise and everything like that. But he's he's still Michael J. Fox, and he's he's heartfelt, he's likable, he's got great comedic timing, everything. You know what I mean? You know what? How big of a shame it is that if you Google Teen Wolf, it's like three results down until you get like the actual fucking movie Teen Wolf. I know. It's like first shitty. First, it's the MT. (laughs) Very low T. Yeah, fucking uh, yeah. I've always really liked this movie. It's always fun. Fucking that, like, yeah. I remember it was one I forgot existed for a while, yeah. and like I rediscovered it, and fucking like it was very shad. Like those movies are always fun. Yeah, like I didn't see it for years and years, and I think this is actually the last movie I watched on cable. Like the last time I visited my dad before he passed away, it was like 2010. I remember it was like either the middle of the day or middle of the night. There was nothing on. We turned on HBO, and Teen Wolf was on, and was like neither one of us had seen it in years and years and years. And we were like sitting there watching, it and we're like, "Yeah, this is actually way better than we remember." Oh, here's that penis coming out. Yeah, we were like, "This is oh, zipping up, lady, zipping up." When you see the full frame on the documentary, they blur her face out, but she kind of looks like Kelly Maroney and Choppy Mall. But apparently, the actress has come forward because there's like a fake guy that came forward years ago, and that was like, "Oh, it was me." Oh, yeah, I pulled my penis out. It was just some fake guy. But then eventually, the real girl came out. I was like, "No, I'm a girl. It was just my shirt, whatever." But yeah, like I remember, I vividly remember um, me and my dad watching this in one day or whatever, and we were just like, "Man, this is like so much better than we remember." Like, and we're it's just kind of like that thing where like even like the minor kind of shitty movies that just come out and come out and go, and you don't really think about too much. Like, you realize how well made they were back then. You know what I mean? It's a movie that knows what it is, yeah. and it's like it's just like it's having fun. Yeah, and it works, baby. Fucking, if you're able to get in that mindset where it's just like, fucking, oh yeah, fucking a Teen Wolf uh, guy, he can, he plays basketball. He can fucking it, it, a guy, he's a wolf, and it makes you better at breakdancing. Like fucking, it, it all makes sense. It, it's just very Chad. You just gotta learn to be a Chad and run with the Chad, be one with it. And it's nice too, because it's like a movie that has a definitive ending. Like it just, you know what I mean? It's like it doesn't leave you hanging. Like, like you feel like the story's concluded. It's wrapped up. Like there was a sequel, but it's a completely different <laughs> cast, pretty much. But you know what I mean? But I mean, this movie is like on its own. It stands on its own. It's funny because I was thinking, like, I, I realized that because we both got this new Blu-ray, the fucking mm-hmm. Shout Factory, and I realized like they did the really cool artwork for it, yeah. and they did uh, cool artwork for the second one too. They made like matching companion piece type artwork, mm-hmm. and I remember like looking at that and thinking like, oh yeah, that's really cool. But like, who the fuck would buy Teen Wolf two unless it was just like an extra on the fucking yeah. first movie's disc? The only version I've ever owned of that is like on the DVD. It was originally like a fucking double feature of one and two. 
Yeah, like they they did the Blu-ray after they did the special editions. Screen Factory does this thing when they're about to right before they're about to lose the license on a movie, they'll put them as a double feature, but they'll strip off all the special features, and you got to get the standalone Teen Wolf disc because that two and a half hour documentary, like it is awesome. You think like oh like like honestly because you know how they do all these Never Sleep Again's and whatever Mm -hmm. Friday Thirteen Chronicles, like they do these eight hour documentaries on these franchises. But this is just a good two and a half hour documentary about this movie, and like they talk to everybody, they talk about the to the writers, they talk to the guy who plays Styles, the guy who played Lewis. They do their interviews together. Like those guys have stayed friends all this time. I'm assuming they probably didn't get Michael J. Fox. No, no, they did not. Oh. They got the guy who played the principal. Unfortunately, the director mm. has passed away, but they had a couple clips of him from like a screening he did a few years ago and was talking about the movie. Talk to the editor. They talk to the makeup guy. They really. They even. They even got the basketball double guy. They talked to him. Um, fuck. They. They should have got fucking Patrick Bateman. Just. Uh, yeah. Fucking. Just round it out. Like fucking. You didn't think he'd show up, and he's just. He's just there to fucking mock how fucking dumb the second movie was. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, you you wouldn't think the character from American Psycho would show up to do a documentary for Team Wolf, but apparently. You know, wait, wait. That's not his name. <laughs> it's Jason Bateman. I'm so fucking bad. <laughs> You're so mad. Hell yeah. Hell yes. But this, the, like, the only thing is, like, I guess it would be like a trilogy if they included it too. If they put the 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 porn parody in a box set with Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf Two. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the the porn parody was disappointing. Teen Come, because like I I watched you watch the entire movie and you're waiting for somebody to turn into a werewolf and nobody does. Okay, I thought that was gonna be a darker joke, and you were like, "Fuck it!" I, 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 I ended up on an FBI watch list just downloading that one. (laughs) (laughs) That that fucking title will do it to you. (laughs) So yeah, like, but but I always liked. I mean, it's not nearly as good of a movie. No, a weird way, it's kind of like a weird remake almost. But like, I actually, it's also too because it's like I was a big Jason Bateman fan of like all the sitcoms and shit he was on. So I actually don't mind part two. I actually like it. It's it's a, it's obviously a lesser movie. And it's trying to just recreate the first movie, and it's a little fucked oh, up because yeah. it's like it's like his cousin, like Jason Bateman plays his cousin going to school, and like they recast yeah. like 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 they try to like bring in all the secondary characters. So they have like Chubbs is there. He's at the college. Like it's it's like the college time or whatever. He's he's at the college and then they have a fake styles, like they recast styles. And I like the guy that plays the fake styles just on his own, but it's he he doesn't look anything like the original styles. He doesn't act like him, he doesn't talk like him. So it's like, why didn't you just make that a new character? But it's like it's not styles, it's Niles. Literally it all yeah, comes Styles and Niles. And then the basketball coach is in it too, but it's a different actor playing it. And now all of a sudden he's a he's a, he's a, a boxing coach instead of a basketball coach, and the, and the whole plot of the movie is at this college is they're trying to get Jason Bateman to turn in a wolf because they know he's the cousin of Michael J. Fox, but he but he's never been a wolf before. He, he he's like no I'm not a wolf you know. And then finally he gets beat up in a boxing match and he becomes a wolf, and then he just starts winning all the boxing. Uh, college boxing tournaments as the wolf and he gets a big head and you know eventually what, what if that this series was originally going to be a proto uh airbud type of series like That's oh it's, it it's the dog just the, <laughs> he's just playing a new sport and all the sequels i always liked the title too i thought it was funny too that the title of part two is teen wolf 2 t-o-o and and they're mm. saying like oh he's he's a teen wolf too you know what i mean like also 
And Styles even wears like a shirt that says Teen Wolf Two in it. That that's actually a movie I didn't see as a kid. If I did, I probably would have loved it. The first time I saw it was on DVD, and it was like very recently. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you see the makeup, the way Jason Bateman works. <laughs> I just remember him looking pretty much the same. Yeah, like I remember like it. Michael J. Fox, like the voice. You know, when he's the wolf, it was like, oh, it's Michael, but it doesn't look like Michael J. Fox. Jason Bateman looks exactly like Jason Bateman as a wolf. <laughs> Another layer of red pilling is the reason Jason Bateman stars in Team of Two is his dad produced it. <laughs> I remember hearing that. <laughs> and he apparently didn't want to do the movie, but anyway. Another, another Jason day. Bateman didn't even want to do that. That's almost like adds insult to it. <laughs> do, you, do you have that one on DVD on the double pack or whatever? I do. I, I, I'm actually kind of joking. I don't hate Patrick Bateman. No. I actually always kind of like Patrick Bateman. Yeah, you, you, not you like Bateman. him because he chops girls up with a chainsaw. I mean, what's not to love? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I forgot his name already, but I like him. Though. He was on a show. I forget what it was originally called, but it was like a sitcom. Yeah. And then later it became the Hogan family. You remember that show? I remember the Hogan family. Yeah, yeah, I forget what it was called originally, but like the lady who was like the star, I think it was like can't remember her name, Valerie Harper or whatever. Like, she left the show. Like, so all of a sudden, the mom just left the show. And then, like, the later seasons was just about the dad and, like, the two sons or whatever. And Jason Bateman was, like, pretty much the star of it. So, like, and plus, I, like, I had known him. Like, he he played a great little smarmy asshole on um, Silver Spoons. You ever see him on Silver Spoons? I've seen one or two episodes. Yeah. I, uh, that wasn't one I saw a lot of. I think his name was Derek in that. But he was, like, yeah. I just, I don't know, I always liked them. So it's like, as far as like sitcom guys, my favorite was Michael J. Fox, and then later was was him. So that's why I didn't really mind so much, even though the sequel isn't as good. I, but I kind of like the boxing angle. It's funny just seeing him as a werewolf beat people up with gloves on and shit. But, <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to do that one like next year or something, you know what I mean? Th- this one we just had to do because basketball season just kicked off. Could you imagine if, if LeBron James turned into a wolf during the games? Like, I would actually like him then. Hell, you don't lie, though. We did the fuck the Team Wolf Revival movie is set to release on Paramount Plus. They just announced that uh, yesterday, I think. Really? Who's playing Team Wolf? <laughs> four, four days ago. Oh, but yeah. I had to say, it's, based, it's, it's basically the movie, like, yeah. fucking based on the series. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying. Because everybody was waiting for that. Exactly. But yeah. So like, because you know LeBron James, his story pretty much is the same as the Team Wolf story, except he didn't need to turn into a wolf to become basketball and get a big ego and piss everybody off. Oh yeah. So his story. Well, his, you, do you did? Sorry. I was gonna say Go his story is the opposite. He'll have to turn into a wolf to make people actually like him again. Fucking very harsh. You were, I take it, you were not a fucking fan of the one uh, Space Jam team. I actually was a huge fan of it. I. Like, oh. I love Michael Jordan. I didn't like that he did Space Jam. It was very cringe to me. It took, like, all the coolness away of Michael Jordan. Am I mixing up basketball players? No, you got it right. Space Jam 2 is LeBron. Oh, okay. So I, I, I've, hated, I've hated LeBron for, not for his whole career, because I was a Miami Heat fan. I liked him when he was on the Heat. But ever since then, he's become such a big ego fuck. So I was like, and there was rumors for like five or six years he would redo Space Jam. Like, no, don't do it. Don't take, you know, as much as I don't like the original one, I think it makes Michael Jordan look stupid. Like, don't steal Michael Jordan's movie, you know what I mean? So they do it. I just watched it just because it was on HBO Max. And I'm like, it's actually good because they made LeBron the villain of the movie. 
<laughs> I actually always kind of, I was young enough to actually, I, I kind of like fucking Space Jam. <laughs> really? You saw it as a kid? Yeah. yeah. I took that, I took that VHS. I remember I got the VHS and it came with, it was in the clamshell and it came with a little uh, gold coin. And I remember I got pissed because I was OCD and it fucked up the plastic on my uh, clamshell oh. tape. Fucking, there was a dent in it now. Because of the coin, was it stuck in there or whatever? Yeah, fucking, it was like shrink wrap, like the it distorted. The oh, plastic. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the shrink wraps. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah, I, re- I remember seeing Space Jam because we were in no hurry to see it. We finally saw it like when it like way later when it was like at the cheap theater, and I remember we were just watching it in a room full of like people. Like like if you ever have a cheap theater in, in your neighborhood or whatever or town, you, like you don't ever want to see a family film there. Because it's just, like, the movie people take their rowdy kids to. And I was just, like, sitting there watching Michael Jordan in, like, the most horrendous movie possible. <laughs> Surrounded by, like, a bunch of, like, three- and four-year-olds who, like, A, couldn't give a shit about what was going on the screen, didn't give a shit about Michael Jordan, you know? You should have been in the same theater I was in. I would have been like, this is based. Fucking <laughs> this is based. <laughs> this is fucking high-T shit. I was saying all the early memes back then. Yeah. In a lot of ways, the original Space Jam was a prequel to The Matrix, if you think about it. It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it, it prior, like, was that the, I don't even remember what the first movie was to have, like, to have green screen. To have green screen in total, in general? Yeah. It's, it, it well, it, definitely Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Cool World came out before that, so... I remember hearing a uh, factoid trivia that it wasn't the first movie, uh, Space Jam, to use green screen. Yeah. But it was the first movie to basically use the green screen room. Oh, yeah. Or something. You're saying. Yeah. yeah. The environment, I guess. Yeah. Before that, they would always use green screen just to, like, put spaceships into shots or whatever. But yeah, it was the first mm-hmm. time where you're you're saying they make up the whole background and stuff for the cartoon. Yeah, like in a way, it kind of gave birth to the thing we hate so much with the Marvel. Yeah, the, the CGI background. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sure Roger Rabbit and the Cool World did it, but they did it on a much different scale. Um, Projection, maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, or at the very least, not like beginning to end pretty much the whole movie. Cool World's mm-hmm. another movie I actually really liked a lot. I used to rent it a lot on VHS. I watched it probably seven or eight times. I remember. Our shit internet connection has destroyed everything I again. You have to start over. You're getting ready to oh, say, okay. I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I used to watch that movie all the time as a kid, and my uncle, he used to babysit me. He took me, like, uh, I used to just rent it all the time. He'd be like, oh, you want to rent that again? And we'd be watching it, and I could always tell there was something about the movie that was just, like, fucking, he was uncomfortable with watching with me, who was, like, fucking, like, five. And then, like, I, I, I kind of knew. It was like, oh, yeah, the movie's really sexual. And, like, fucking, one day he just kind of, he broke, and he's just like, I, I was I was at his house, and, like, he was talking to his mom, and I hear him go, I don't want to watch that movie. It's it, it's there's so much sex in it. The fucking I was like fucking I knew it. Fucking the the that thing the fucking the movie is uh, it's not for kids. Uh, basically, no. I was allowed to watch it way too young. <laughs> yeah, because well, what was kind of weird to me because I didn't see it when it came out in theaters. You know, I saw Roger Rabbit when it came out in theaters, and I just I don't know, like wasn't whatever. So I, I caught Cool World like way later on on video. That movie. 
That movie kind of is my Roger Rabbit as a kid, yeah. Well, it's weird because Roger yeah. Rabbit came out with the Jessica Rabbit thing and made everybody horny for cartoons. But obviously mm. it was like a Disney-funded movie, so they could only go so far with it. Where, like, Cool World was, like, Kim Basinger was, like, the total, like, slut whore cartoon that would give you, like, a hand job and everything. So they were, like, cashing in and, like, oh, everybody got horny over cartoon. Let's, like, let's make a whole movie about that. <laughs> but, I I mean, I got re- I got to re-see Roger Rabbit. I haven't seen it in a long time. But what I liked about Cool World was it was like it was like Brad Pitt back when I liked Brad. I mean, I still like Brad Pitt, but like during the it was pretty much after Seven. I was like, oh, I really like this guy. I want to go see all his movies again. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. I rented Cool World. And I'm like, I liked Brad Pitt a lot in that movie. But yeah, the fact that it was kind of very exploitative, like oh, they like yeah. they think cartoons are hot. We're gonna fuck. Basically, they could have like if they remade that movie, they could have just called it Cumbrain the movie. Oh, it was it was total Cumbrain. <laughs> it was like that. What was that Pamela Anderson cartoon? Barb. Fucking strip. Oh yeah, Stripperella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stripperella. It, it was the same exact uh, idea. Very based. Well, this is mm. th- th- this was fun to talk about this movie, but this was the most um, um, what do you call it? Torturous recording session we've probably ever had together. <laughs> Hopefully, it uh, it all came but out through. Could... Yeah, I could tell that like I had to cut out and like you didn't know what I said. Yeah. Like okay, yeah, so it, hopefully it all come. Again, ho- hopefully we can edit it together, but hopefully it's not too hard to listen to. But yeah, Team Wolf, it's great. I keep saying, I keep pronouncing it like it's spelled W F F, Team Wolf. But uh, hell yeah. <laughs> Our internet just wants to shut up. We should just stop this recording now. But uh, exactly. But but anyway, <laughs> anyway, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for putting up with our juvenile jokes. Uh, hope you guys have a soft spot in your heart for Team Wolf, the way we do. Um, it's it's a very thirsty movie, but it's it's a very heartfelt at the same time, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, it's big cum personified basically it pretty much was a forebear of big cum coming along but yeah that's it everybody mm-hmm. so we'll talk to you again soon we'll see you right back here in the movie graveyard dog to me I don't need that question answered I need it right now 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 after $3,000 of giving food away to the homeless, I think I deserve it. I think I'm entitled, bloke, and I think that I deserve it now. I'm not going to believe in your God or any nonsense. I'm not going to believe in Satan either. I just want to hear right now, right now, right now, right now, right now.